Hi, I'm Macy Jepson. And I'm Pete Kenworthy, and this is Healthy at UH. And today we're breaking down the HPV vaccine. Oh yeah, the HPV vaccine. When we started looking into this, actually, Pete, and I mean, you're a parent of three kids. You didn't know a lot about it. Uh, that's very true. Yeah, I didn't know much about the vaccine at all. I came to find out in talking to my wife that my 16-year-old daughter's already had it. Um, but it turns out I didn't know that boys need it. It turns out my 11-year-old twin boys also need this vaccine. So I guess I'm really just confused by the whole thing. A lot of people are. But I think at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, if you could offer your child something that would prevent some forms of cancer, wouldn't you do that? Right. Well, the answer is a lot of parents aren't. Yeah, they aren't doing it. So let's talk to the expert. We, we um, are not experts, but University Hospital's pediatrician, Dr. Douglas Fleck, is joining us. Doctor, thanks for joining us. Oh, no problem. Happy so, to be here. So when it comes to your patients, what is the biggest question surrounding the HPV vaccine? Um, the biggest question they have about it is why... So typically for a lot of the rainbow practices, we give it typically at around 11 years old. That's typically what we recommend. And there's a couple of other vaccines we typically do at 11. We do the tetanus and we do the meningitis. And a lot of kids are familiar with that because it is one of the, those two are required for seventh grade. And typically with those other two vaccines, we often will recommend that they get the HPV as well. And, and parents are confused, why are kids getting HPV at 11 years old? And the reason for that is a little different. So people are used to with vaccines, they think, oh, when I get a vaccine, I'm preventing an illness that I'm going to get now. And HPV is a little different in that what we know about the HPV vaccine is, is that if you get the vaccine at an earlier age, around 11, 12, around that age, you have a much better immune response. So that when you get protected against a virus. HPV is a virus that we know, well, yes, it is sexually transmitted, but it's also a, a particular virus that um, once you get it, you are more likely to get cancer, um, certain kinds of cancer. Um, cancers like throat cancer, in addition to cancers down below. And so we think of the HPV vaccine more like a cancer prevention vaccine. So if you are more likely to get it earlier, get a better immune response and are able to uh, prevent getting cancer at an earlier age and 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 do better with that, um, they're more likely to um, uh, uh, do much better earlier than later. That That's one reason that we bring it up to parents. Well, so in the beginning, parents feared that this was actually a green light to, to have sex. Right. But I guess my question always was, do you even have to have that conversation no. with your... And, and you I, know, I'll be honest, most of the kids that we have the, the conversation about, we don't even bring up the word sex. We just say, there's three vaccines we typically, you know, are doing today, the tetanus, the meningitis, and the HPV, and the HPV typically is a cancer prevention vaccine. And, and the first question, you know, so a lot of parents are familiar with HPV being associated with cervical cancer, um, but they don't understand why the boys need to get it in addition to the girls. That and, was my next question. Yeah, hey, so we're on the same page here, so we're on the wavelength. And the reason for that is HPV has actually been found to be more linked lately. Yes, it is linked with cervical cancer, but it's also linked with oropharyngeal cancers. So that's cancers of the back of the throat, the tongue. And they're actually seeing that with um, the oropharyngeal cancers, they're actually seeing the incidence of that going up. And it's actually going up even higher than cervical cancer. And the incidence of oropharyngeal cancer is actually higher in men than women. So whatever we can do to actually prevent that is huge. So it's actually equally, if not more important, in boys than girls. So it's not just about intercourse. No. This is this is this is flat out about cancer prevention. So so you know, 
everybody's so used to, oh, I want to you know, prevent, yes, and these are, there are a lot of diseases out there that we want to prevent. And yes, there's a lot of vaccines out there, but you know, we've, had, we've made big strides in preventing a lot of these illnesses. So the, the tough thing to, to wrap your mind about is, while yes, you may not get that cancer now, if you get that vaccine now, what's been shown over and over in a lot of these particular studies is that the kids who get the vaccine at 11 and 12 have a much better immune response, A, and B, the cancer incidence goes way down and precancerous lesions go way down when they're vaccinated at an earlier age. So that seems like a no-brainer. So I, I guess what's left here is is the safety of the vaccine itself, right? So we look at these other vaccines that our kids have been getting or that we got when we were younger, and these have been around for decades, right. right? You look at this vaccine, it's been around since 2006. Right. So are there things we don't know? Or are there concerns that we have? There's there's tons of studies out on the HPV vaccine. And roughly that came out around the same time as Menactra, which is, you know, the same one that we use for, for adolescents and, and is, is required for seventh graders. There's, there's, there's tons of data to show there is really, as far as... Um, it is safe. There are really no adverse effects. You know, several studies from 2011 to 2015 looked at more than four four million women and girls who were vaccinated and showed no relationship between HPV vaccine and and a lot of different things that people you know you may you know get scared a little bit on different places like social media and whatnot to hear about autoimmune disorders, blood clots. There's no link with any of that. It is a very safe vaccine. And like you mentioned about your my own kids have been vaccinated with um, the uh, the Gardasil vaccine. So I feel you know it, it, it's the same thing I do with a lot of things in my own particular. Practice. I tell people, you know, if I don't feel comfortable with my own kids, I'm not going to recommend the same thing for your kids. Um, so I do feel very comfortable about it. All right. Now I'm feeling like the big loser mother. And I'll yeah. tell you why. Because when my kids, when this first came out, yeah. my kids were young. And it wasn't a fear that they were going to have sex. Sure. But it was a new vaccine. And I yeah. wanted to give as much time for us to figure out what yeah. we could. About. So they weren't 11 or 12 when they had their first. So now what? Well, Are they the, still protected? No, they're still protected. I mean, listen, any protection is better than no protection. So, so it's better to get, you know, and actually, if you look at the Gardasil, what they recommend, they're actually recommending that they get vaccinated with this. Um, they can be vaccinated as early as age nine. So if some parents want to do that earlier, you can. We typically do it at age 11 in, in, in most of the Rainbow UH practices. Um, but, you know, if you, if you haven't done it yet, you can talk to your provider, uh, pediatrician, about it and say, hey, you know, we haven't done it yet. Can, can, we, can we talk about this? Um, kids this young have had such a good immune response that typically if you're vaccinated before 15 years old, you'll get a two-dose uh, regimen. Um, so it can be done as, as soon as one, one month apart. Sometimes providers will say, hey, we'll do one dose this year and maybe we'll do a second dose next year. Um, if they get it after 15, then they may need a three-dose regimen. Um, so it just may be that you get an extra dose, um, but you'll still get protected. Good to know. Lots of great information, Dr. Fleck. We appreciate you joining us today. Oh, no problem. Happy to be here. So takeaways today are that it's a safe vaccine, it's an effective vaccine, and according to you, Dr. Fleck, all kids should get the vaccine. Absolutely, 100%. All right. Do you want to know more? Go to uhhospitals.org slash blog.